0: Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello and welcome. I'm Ken Rundle and in this podcast, I want to focus on establishing oilseed rape. With me is Natalie Wood, Yara's agronomy operations manager. Well, in the South, at least, the cereal harvest is underway and as one crop is cleared, thoughts turn to next year's cropping plans and rotations. Regardless of its well-known insect pest problems, oilseed rape remains an option. But with increasing restrictions on insecticide treatment, it's vital the crop gets off to a good, vigorous start to help it beat off any challenges on its own. Natalie, for you, that means good nutrition.
1: Yeah, we need to get that oilseed off to a good start, as you've mentioned. And certainly we can help the crop along with supplying the key nutrients needed for establishment. Um, You know, everybody knows that this crop has its challenges. And therefore, using an MPKS at this early timing can help reduce that risk associated with growing uh, oilseed. You know, this can be in the form of bagged fertiliser, manures, or, you know, something that's a mixture of the two um, in terms of organic and mineral, uh, such as our organo-mineral fertiliser. Um, from trials looking at establishment, then definitely you can see an increase in establishment levels where the fertiliser has been applied. Um, and if we think of a trial that was a couple of years ago where the fertiliser was applied, there was 92 percent of the seeds established compared to only 66 percent where no fertiliser was applied. So, you know, can we afford to lose nearly 30 percent of what we've drilled due to that lack of nutrition? Um as well as that, we see that the speed of establishment where the fertiliser has been also increases, which is you know critical when we're talking about that pest pressure being an issue.
0: And you said it very quickly, but is it is NPKs you're talking about. The sulphur yes. is still important.
1: Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, sulphur is key nutrient, um, you know, at any stage in the crop's life, but particularly the NP and the K um, for oilseed establishment are key. Uh, what about
0: patients here? As usual these days, there's been huge variation in rainfall amounts and timings up and down the country. So while we're talking about getting on with the job here, it won't pay to go at the wrong time, will it? Putting it into a dry seedbed is doing no good to anybody.
1: No, no, not at all. I mean, the key thing that's needed for oilseed drilling is moisture. Um, You know, We've got that drilling window for oilseed, but we can't really farm by that calendar date. We know it just doesn't work. So making sure there's sufficient soil moisture is half the battle of getting your oilseed established. Um, so, yes, we might need some patience in terms of waiting for the soil conditions to be conducive before drilling. Um, although I've had about 60 mil here in Derbyshire over the last week due to thunderstorms. So there's definitely plenty of soil moisture here at the moment. But, you know, far from ideal conditions for harvesting, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, So it is a case of uh, just checking it out, checking the forecast and then trying to pick the right time, not uh, just going to the old yeah. old fashioned dates. How do you recommend the fertilizers applied I mean, there seems to be a debate about broadcasting versus placement here.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, this is pretty much up to that individual grower and whether they're set up for placing or not. You know, not everyone has the ability to put fertilizer down the spout at drilling. Um, I think the main thing is that there's some nutrition added in the autumn. uh, And, we, you know, we see results from both broadcasting and placing fertilizer. The idea behind placement really is that the fertilizer is below the seed, and therefore, as it germinates and grows, it will be able to access that fertilizer more easily. Um, You know, that's particularly important for phosphate, which is a key nutrient for root growth, Um, and we want to encourage that at this early stage. You know, the problem with phosphate is that it's not very mobile in the soil. Um, and it barely moves laterally from where it's applied, so unless the seed's lucky enough to be only a few millimetres away, it's unlikely to get the, the benefit, and therefore the efficiency of that phosphate is decreased. Um, you know, Of course, it, if it's been placed below the seed, it's not an issue, because the roots are going to grow down and pick that up quite easily. So overall, placing fertiliser just increases the, the nutrient uptake efficiency. It's not all about phosphate, though. You know, we're placing all those other nutrients as well at the time, so the inc- the efficiency increases for all of those too.
0: You mentioned their autumn uh, applications or top ups. Um, what's the data show on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, independent trials work has shown that uh, using an MPKS in the autumn you can help with over winter survival rates, um, by up to you know ninety to one hundred percent compared to just NS on its own, which was around thirty eight percent. Um, we know that that potassium acts like an antifreeze in particular over winter so it lowers the the cell sap freezing point and then prevents frost damage which of course is going to help with that uh, survival rate. In terms of data looking at placement then on average we see about a 0.21 tonne per hectare yield increase which I guess it doesn't sound much but if we look at today's prices as we record this they're about 390 pounds a tonne so that 0.2 1 tons per hectare equates to about 80 pounds so you know not to be sniffed at um, in terms of rates you know that very much depends on whether the the growers in an mvz if you are then it, you're only able to put on 30 kilos of nitrogen per hectare if you're placing that then of course you can reduce that slightly to say 20 to 25 due to you know you're placing it so it's much more efficient so you can get away with slightly less with that proximity um, and if we think of grades then are a Milo Activa S, which is 16, 15, 15 plus 6.5% SO3. That's a good starter fertilizer. Or liquid, you could be on something like 18, 27, 0 if you don't need the K or, you know, 11, 11, 11. It just depends um, what you're set up for. And of course, there's also that organo-mineral option as well, which I mentioned earlier, if you want some organic matter in with the fertilizer.
0: Any other room for tweaks? I'm thinking about top-ups or foliar feeds, for example, of micronutrients.
1: What we want to do is keep that vigour going right up to the, the winter period, really. So if we're thinking of all the nitrogen already being put on in the seed bed, um, then really it is looking at foliar feeds and Brass Gel Pro is our crop-specific mixture of micronutrients that are key for oilseed. So that includes magnesium, calcium, boron, manganese, and molybdenum. Um, you know, if conditions are right, also you can put on a lot of biomass over a short period of time in the autumn. So whenever there's rapid growth with the plant, there often comes that risk of deficiency because it's just grown, you know, quicker than the soil can supply it. So, you know, a simple approach is to use Brashfield Pro in the autumn, and that covers all those key micronutrients mentioned. It'll help safeguard against early deficiencies in the spring as well, when you might not be able to travel. yet yeah, the crop is growing. So, you know, it's, it's a um, you know good setup for the crop in terms of rates of that. Then we're looking at around two to three litres in the autumn, followed by um, another application of two to three in the spring. Uh, We've got some long term trial data over the last six years and the yield average increase was about 0.3 tonnes per hectare from three litres in the autumn, followed by the spring. So, you know, in terms of economics with that current pricing, again, you're talking about £117 a hectare. So that really, um, you know, definitely covers the application cost as well as giving you a good return on investment there.
0: Yeah. And and maintaining this vigor, which is going to be absolutely vital. Yeah. I, I suppose they say there's no substitute for the farmers or the agronomists, I suppose, in this case, boot when it comes to managing crops. But these days, as we're learning, digital technology can offer perhaps even more help. And coming back to the decisions over nutrients, when to when to apply, when not to apply, it is important to make use of all the monitoring devices that exist, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I mean, we have the App Farm app, which, um, you know, we can use before winter in oilseed. It's got something that's called photo analysis option in oil seed, and You can take pictures before and after winter to see how much nitrogen has been taken up. So it helps with that decision come spring. But it also gives you an idea of, you know, how much it's been able to take up before winter as well. Um, it does it by looking at photos so that the user will take multiple photos of the crop and then upload them to the app and it'll then compare that to a database which I think has got over 100,000 different images of oilseed and from that it can determine you know the nitrogen that's been taken up by that crop as well as the the amount of fresh matter Um, and then as I say you can repeat this measurement after winter and then get a recommendation for the spring.
0: Good solid advice there well you are certainly informed us there but as far as bullet points go Natalie What are yours when it comes to establishing orchid rate?
1: I think the key is really to make sure there's enough soil moisture before drilling. You know, there's no point um, drilling if if you're going to have those dry conditions you set in the crop up to fail, unfortunately. Um, Apply nutrition at or as near to drilling as you can to give the crop the the best chance of establishing. And then maintain the growth by following it up with that application of micronutrients to get the most out of the crop and help it with overwinter survival.
0: And keep a close eye on it
1: yes yes definitely
0: well natalie wood yara's arable operations manager thanks for that clear and concise as always it all seems so simple doesn't it until mother nature steps in in the meantime let's hope more farmers across the country are able to get their harvest in trouble free i'm ken rundle i'll be back in a couple of weeks time looking at yara's investment plans for the uk and global markets so join me then thanks for listening to yara's grow the future podcast For more information visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie